Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm so glad that we can spend time together. To study the Word of God, I believe that the Holy Spirit will teach us today, and He will speak into our heart. Let us pray and ask the Lord to really shine His light from heaven into our spirit. Father, we come to you by faith. We surrender to you. We ask you, Lord, to be our teacher. You are the good Father. You shall feed us spiritual food today, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we can learn the truth and the truth. Shall set us free. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. This is the second part of the doctrines of the last things. Please listen to the first one. We would like to learn about the last things. In fact, the doctrines of the last thing can be called the eschatology. The word eschatology is derived from the Greek language eschatos, which means last, and logos, which means discourse. Eschatology covers many subjects that we should know from the scripture, such as subject of death, the resurrection, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the judgment, and the final destiny. Of the righteous and the unrighteous. Last time I was talking about time and eternity. We are living in the zone of time and space. We have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We were born, and one day we will leave this world, or we will pass away. That is time. We have limited time on earth. But there is also eternity, no beginning and no end. Our God that we worship and serve is the eternal God. He is not limited by time and space. In Psalm chapter 90, verses two and four, in this teaching, I would like to read many scriptures and try to help you understand this doctrine. Before the mountains were Brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. So God is eternal; He has no beginning and He has no end. How about man? A human being like you and me, man is finite and limited by time and space. However, man was created for eternity. We have the beginning, but will will continue to exist for eternity. Man had the beginning, but existed eternally. For every man, for every one of us. There is a lifespan between the birth and 
death of every son and daughter of Adam and Eve. This is a space that is limited. We were born, and one day we will leave this world. God has given us this time span or the space to be reconciled to Him, to repent, and to serve Him, to live in a very deep fellowship with Him. So we need to understand: after we are born again, we have a time span on earth to get to know God, build a relationship with Him, serve Him, worship Him. And to repent of our sin, every man was born as a sinner, so we need to repent and be reconciled to God. God wants everyone to come to repentance during this time span on earth. Second Peter chapter three verses eight to nine. But beloved, do not forget this one thing: that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In fact, no man in the world knows how long his lifespan is. I don't know either. Once this period of the time of lifespan is. Over mortal man dies, and his period of probation or repentance and building relationship with God is over, and will never come back again. It's a one-time deal. His eternal state and destiny are settled after he dies. This eternal destiny and state are unchanged and are unchangeable after. Death. For this reason, God calls all men to turn away from their sins and accept His redeeming grace in Christ Jesus and build relationship with Him and serve Him on earth. The question is, why do people die? Why does man die? Death is the visible sign of the result of sin, because every man was born into the world as a sinner. Every man would die one day, including me and you. Death has been the expectation and fear of all nations and people around the world. And what is death? So one day we're going to die. And what is this? Death, the physical death. The physical death is the separation of the spirit and soul from the body. Listen carefully. Death is not cessation or termination of being. But is another gate through which all men must pass through. For man, whether righteous or wicked, is eternity bound. In other words, after we leave this world, we will exist for eternity. Although this body, the physical body, returns to the dust, the real man, which is the spirit and soul inside. Lives on. The substance of the soul is indissoluble, and therefore indestructible. The scripture teaches that death is not cessation. The body goes back to the earth, from where it came from, but 
the soul or the spirit is immortal and live on to await the resurrection of the dead, which is the resurrection both of the righteous and the wicked. So that's what we learned last time, that as man we have time, we have time span, and eventually we enter the gates of death into eternity. But God is eternal, and everyone will leave this world one day. Death is inevitable. Today we're going to learn about next life, eternal life, and heavenly rewards. For those who believe in God and repent of their sins and become a born-again disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, they will live eternally with God right after they die physically. I'm glad that I'm a born-again Christian, and I hope you are a born-again Christian. You believe in Jesus Christ, and you repent of your sin. After we all die physically, our spirit and soul will leave our body, and we will go to heaven, and we will live eternally with God right away. The scripture tells us about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body. What is absent from the body? The spirit and soul. Leave the body. And to be present with the Lord. Right after you and I died, our spirit and soul together, leave this physical body. The physical body turned into the dust. And the soul and spirit will go to heaven and we will be in the presence of the Lord. Philippians chapter 1, verse 23. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Paul said that he was struggling in his spirit that, oh, in one part, he wanted to be in the world, in this physical body, to serve the Lord, to preach the gospel, make disciples, build a church, and to do the will of God. But on the other hand, he knows that when he died, the spirit will leave his body and he will be with Christ for eternity. And that is far better because there's no sickness, no heartache, no doctor, no sin, no curses and no demons in heaven. There's going to be good time in heaven when we go there to be with God for eternity. Luke chapter 23, verse 43. The Lord Jesus spoke to a man on the cross next to him. And Jesus said to him, And surely I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. So Jesus told that man on the cross that because he repented of his sin and because he admitted and received Jesus Christ to be his Lord. Jesus said to him, Today you and I are going to die and you're going to be with me in paradise today. The believers will also fellowship with one another for eternity in heaven. After we leave this world, we go to heaven, we're going to still continue to fellowship with one another. We will talk. We may talk about the past when we serve God together, what we did for God, why we are on earth. We will continue to fellowship. We will talk to God and we can talk to the Lord as well. 
But those who do not believe in the gospel, those who reject the Lord Jesus Christ and don't want to repent of their sin, will suffer eternal death, and they will be judged by the Lord. All men will be rewarded. And judge according to their works, whether good or evil. So after we die, and after unbelievers die, we're all gonna be judged or rewarded. It depends on good or evil. Everybody will be judged according to the deeds done in this physical body. I would like to encourage all of you, from today on, after you. Listen to this teaching. You should begin to be careful of how you live, how you speak. You need to know that after you die, it's not the end or cessation of your life, but you will continue to live on with your spirit in heaven, and whatever you are doing on earth right now, you will be judged or rewarded. Because I know this truth so many years ago, I have lived a life for Jesus. I have been so careful of my attitudes, my motives, how I spend time, how I spend my money, how I serve the Lord. Because I know that my life on earth will come to an end one day, and when I go to heaven, my destiny, I gonna. Receive the rewards from God, and that is eternal, no change anymore. So, what you and I are doing right now on earth until the last day of our life will dictate what happened in eternity. I think this teaching is very important to remind you that you should live your life for God, and whatever you do now will also impact your future while you are on earth too, because you reap what you sow. Let me read the scripture to show you that believers in heaven can fellowship and talk to one another. Luke chapter sixteen nineteen to thirty one. There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fare sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring. To be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. He went to heaven. Basically, he was a believer. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments, the rich man was not a believer. He did not repent. He did not live for God. So, and being in torments in Hades, he went to Hades. He lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. So the rich man went to Hades. We're going to learn about hell, the eternal lake of fire, and Hades later on in this series of teaching. Then he cried and said, "Father Abraham, have mercy on me." And sent Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. It was very hot in Hades, for I am tormented in this flame. 
But Abraham said, "Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and you are tormented. And besides all this between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, nor can those from there pass." To us, in other words, after we leave this world, we go to heaven, and it's done. We cannot come back to this world, and we cannot go to hell. And people in hell cannot come to heaven. It's for eternity. That destiny is eternity. Then he said, "I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house." So, this rich man asked Abraham to send. Lazarus to his house to talk to his family members about repentance and being born again. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, "They have Moses and the prophets; let them hear them." And he said, "No, Father Abraham, but if one goes to them from the dead, they will." Repent, you see the word repent. Very important. Repentance is the very important key to reconcile to God and to receive eternal life. But he said to him, "If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rise from the dead." You can see here that in heaven. Lazarus and Abraham were fellowshipping; they were talking, and also the rich man tried to talk to Abraham. So even after this life, we can still talk to each other in heaven. I hope I see you in heaven, though. <laughs> I don't know what language I'm going to speak up there. Hopefully, we can have heavenly language and we can communicate up there. So in heaven, we still have the mind, the idea. And ability to communicate. Second Corinthians chapter five verse ten, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Eventually, one day, every man. Will stand before the judgment seat of the Lord Jesus Christ, and on that day, He will judge everybody according to what he or she has done on earth, whether good or bad. I don't know about you. I myself, I want to be rewarded, and thank God that Jesus Christ died for me on the cross. He shed His blood. All of my sins on earth has been forgiven. Has been wiped away by the blood of Jesus Christ by His grace, and He look at me as a righteous man, and the good things I have done on earth will be rewarded. I will receive the reward according to the things that I did in this physical body on earth. I would like to encourage all of you: don't waste your time anymore. Repent every day, have relationship with the Lord, 
every day. Obey Him, serve Him, live for Him, preach the gospel, build the church, help the poor, and show love to people around you. Live a life of love and faith. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself, and be the blessing to people. Everything you do on earth, the Lord will record. And the Lord will give you the rewards according to what you have done. Please stop doing bad things, saying bad things, destroying the church, causing damage to people. We should live a blessed life, the life that builds the kingdom of God. Romans chapter 14, verse 10. But why do you judge your brother? Oh, why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. On that day, I'm sorry, I cannot give any help to you. You have to stand before Jesus yourself, and you need to give account to him yourself. I cannot help you that day. Today, I'm a pastor. I can help my members at the level I can as a human being. But on that day, all of us, no exception, will need to face Jesus Christ. We're going to see Him eyes to eyes. And on that day, I cannot say any excuses for you. I give my own report to Him, and you give your own report to Him as well. So let's rise up and don't blame other people. Let's take our own responsibility to live for God. Because remember this, you and I will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And on that day, He will judge or reward us. As a person's eternal destiny is settled in time. Time means our life on earth here. Whatever we do on earth, if we repent, we live for God, we love God, we become a born-again Christian, our destiny is settled that we're going to be in heaven for eternity. But if we reject God, we say no to Jesus and we keep sinning and we don't want to follow God, our eternal destiny is settled in time right now on earth that we're going to go to hell. So our eternal destiny is settled in time according to our character and our faith. Our belief. But there is another word, rewards or judgments. Okay? Destiny means where we're going to go after we die, after we pass the gate of death. But there is another one, reward. A person's eternal rewards that cannot be changed are settled here in time as well on earth according to his works and motive. Faith and character of what a person is, a believer or righteous or an unrighteous or unbeliever, determines his eternal destiny. Works, what you do, and your motive, what you have done on earth, determines your eternal rewards. The Bible gives this picture to us, many, many parts of the scripture. And Jesus talked about this. God is very fair 
and just. Whatever you do on earth for Him, He will reward you. He will pay you back. He will take care of you. For example, in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 30, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. A man here means the Lord Jesus Christ Himself went back to heaven. He leaves the world, and he calls his servant to do something for him. Let's see what happened here. He is like a man traveled to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Jesus went up to heaven already. He will come back again the second time. He went on a journey. He went up back to heaven to be with the Father. For all of us, he gave us time, energy, education, money, spiritual gifts, talents, all kind of things in our life. He gave to us according to our ability. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gains two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his lord's money. After a long time. The Lord of those servants came and set to accounts with them. You see, one day Jesus is going to come back, and He will settle accounts with all of us. So He who had received the five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, "Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them." His Lord said to him, "Well done, good and faithful servant." You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. So God reward him with authority and with more rewards. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, "Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them." His Lord said to him, and I hope this is what God said to you and me. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. I believe that when we go to heaven, we can have a lot of fun, laughing, smiling, worshiping the joy of the Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, "Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Oh, this man." Really, had a bad attitude toward God, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And listen carefully. I was afraid. Fear is opposite to faith. At this time of pandemic, I'm really concerned about many Christians who don't want to go to church and who don't want to serve God because of. The fear of COVID-19. I want to encourage you. Don't be afraid. This man said, "I was afraid and went and hid your talent 
in the ground. Look there, you have what is yours. So he returned one talent to the Lord. But his Lord answered and said to him, "You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So listen carefully. Take." The talent from him, and give it to him who had five talents. So God say, take whatever this guy have and send to another man who was faithful and served the Lord with all his might. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him. Who does not have even what he has will be taken away. In other words, this lesson we learn that if you're faithful in using your gift, your talent for God, God gonna keep adding more gift and anointing, and more grace to you. So please be faithful to the Lord. And verse 30 is a very scary verse to me, because I hope that everyone who call themselves Christian will not fall into this. One in this verse thirty, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In other words, this man will go to eternal lake of fire. He would not make it to heaven. What we learn from this scripture is that as we live on earth here, in time. Our destiny is determined by our faith and relationship with God. I pray that you have eternal destiny in heaven. But if you reject God, you have bad attitude toward God. Your destiny can be somewhere else, not in heaven. Not only that. God has given all of us abilities, talents, time, money, material, home, job, profession, energy, and the demonstration of the gift of the Holy Spirit. We should faithfully use those things to build the kingdom. In fact, a few days ago, I prayed to the Lord. I was talking to God, Lord. Since I became a Christian in 1981, I have served you, and I have been faithful to you. I have done my best. I have limited ability. I'm not a pastor of a mega church. Some pastor can have 10,000 members, 20,000 members. I don't have 10,000 members, but I have done my best to build New Hope International Church and many churches around the world. This is my ability. You give me this much talent, and you know, Lord, I have done my best. If I need to die today, I will be smiling, and I know that all these years I have been faithful in using my time, my money, my talent, my gift to build Your kingdom. And I believe when I meet You that day. You will say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." I'm not afraid of death anymore, because 
I have done my best. I have run my race, but I don't know when I'm gonna get to the finish line. I don't know how long I will live on earth from today on. But I know one thing: every single day, I have done my best for the Lord. I would like to remind all of you that all of us will have eternal destiny. Please make sure you keep your faith, you keep relationship with God. You repent of your sin, and also remember this: in time, right now on earth, you are doing something to dictate your eternal rewards. Or you can be like this man with one talent that you can be judged, and you may not be in heaven. So please serve the Lord, obey the Lord, live a life of love, a life of faith, build the church, use your gift, your talents, your time. With the right motive and attitude, and I believe that you will not regret it on that day. You will rejoice and enter into the joy of the Lord. I believe that these scriptures remind all of us to live a life of faith and a life of love, and we will not waste our time on earth here. I will come back to you again and. Continue to talk about the eternity, about the eternal destiny and the eternal rewards. I am able to teach only half of this, and I will continue next time and read more scriptures and encourage you with the scriptures and remind you of the truth about the end time, about the next life, about. Heaven and hell, and eternal rewards and judgments. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Next time I will come back and continue to expound the scripture about this subject. Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us and showing us the truth in the Bible. Father, we receive your truth with humility and faith. We thank you so much, Lord. Please, your Holy Spirit, remind us every day how we should live on earth. We want to have the right character. We want to repent of our sin every day. We want to make sure we stay in faith and walk with you. And Lord, please help us to focus on the kingdom of heaven, because the kingdom of this earth will come to an end one day. We cannot take anything with us. After we die, so Lord, help us to live our life for Your kingdom, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. If you are not a born again Christian yet, I would like to encourage you to give your life to Jesus Christ today. Every man was born as a sinner, and by the justice of God, sinners will face judgment, the eternal lake of fire. And curses, and sickness, and poverty. So let us repent of our sin, receive Jesus Christ into our heart. He died on the cross to pay for your sin, and He wants to offer to you eternal life and the super abundant life. If you want to do that, pray with me. Father in heaven, I repent of my sin. I know, Lord, you love me. I did not come from monkey. 
I was created by you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, the Son of the Living God. You died on the cross. You took my sin. You took the curses and death for me. Thank you, Lord. I receive this gift from you, the gift of salvation and the gift of grace. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. You are my Savior and my Lord. Please come into my life right now. You are the living God. You were raised from the dead on the third day. From today on, I repent every day and I will serve you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulations. God bless you. I hope you will listen to the whole series. This is the second part of the teaching. Please listen to the first part and I will see you again in other teachings as well. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Oh, thirsty.